So y'all ever been bucked off a horse before? I have. You know the old saying? You're supposed to get back up and get riding again? Yeah, I know that one too. <laughs> I remember a time when my horse reared over backwards and landed on top of me. So that doesn't sound like all that much maybe, but you got to remember... A horse weighs anywhere from about 1,200 to 1,600 pounds. And they had, I was a western rider, so there's a big saddle horn. And I was still kind of on the saddle. And I was bruised for like three or four months probably from it. And I had a big mark in my stomach where the saddle horn hit me when the horse landed on top of me. Someone must have told somebody because when my dad finally found me, he tried to get me up and get me back on the horse who was just kind of sitting there eating grass while I was laying there up against a tree. He said he tried three times, but each time I passed out when I was just trying to stand up. So I didn't get back up on the horse and ride. I just kind of laid there. But I didn't die. I made it. And I did get back up on the horse again, and I wasn't really concerned about it. So I don't think it has to be an immediate thing. I think it's something that we can do and learn and attempt and work towards and strive with tenacity to succeed after failure. But I don't know. What I do know is today is Thursday, October 24th, 2019. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. Hey Jason, this is the other Jason, a Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Just want to call and say, you know, sometimes real life does suck. And I can't fix any of that, but I'll be here for you when you podcast again. So do what you got to do, take care of yourself. We'll be here for you. Today's kind of crappy for me. I was supposed to play in Arlen Walker's astonishing swordsman and sorcerers of Hyboria, I think I said that right, his game tonight, and I'm sick as a dog, and I can't call out of work this week, so I had to cancel the game, because I've got to get a good night's sleep tonight, but I feel like crap have to cancel on him in the last minute, so kind of a down day for me, but it was a good day to hear your podcast, I'm glad you're out there putting out new episodes of Random Screes, so hang in there. Talk to you later. Bye. Jason, thank you for multiple things. First off, saying the name of your podcast, because I always seem to get it wrong. And that's not anything on you, and it doesn't mean it's a bad name. It just means I'm a bad podcaster, a bad host, and a bad researcher. But it is what it is. Most of y'all know what you signed up for. And uh, yeah, man, I'm out here, I'm doing it, and I really, really appreciate your support. Thank you. Sorry you're sick, but I think Arlen Walker will survive. I'm pretty sure the game still happened, and I heard people talking about it. Although heard is a bit of a misnomer. I saw, I saw people talking about it on the Discords. Discord has gotten kind of interesting now because the Audio Dungeon Discord is kind of sistered up with a few others like the low fantasy gaming one it seems like we've got a lot of cross-pollination and people discussing after i started the midlands campaign and then the dungeon musing discord uh seems like there's a lot of crossover as well as kevin runs a lot of games his fans run games we're fans of games we're fans of his they're fans of us 
It's just like all a big happy family. And if you're not involved, you're missing out. Anyway, thanks for calling in, Jason. I really appreciate it. Hey, Jason Roy here. Good to hear from you. Uh, yeah, it's slow going. <laughs> People just keep producing more and more content, but I'm uh, slowly getting through it. I'm uh, less than a year behind on Spike Pit now, so baby steps, right? I am eager, though, to get back to Hobbs and Friends. What uh, made it one of my favorites and the reason I like Random Screed is just, well, not only the fact that you cover the topics that I'm interested in, uh, OSR, gaming, and gaming in general, but... uh, also, just, uh, you know, your presence online or over the waves. Uh, just really appreciate your intellectual honesty and curiosity and the fact that uh, you always listen to other people's perspectives and weigh them out. Your sincerity. Um yeah, and uh, obviously your sense of humor. I really enjoyed uh, the humor in those podcasts. Speaking of humor, specific to Hobbs and Friends, I think some of the best episodes are the ones where you have Jose Lacario there with you. Yeah, that guy's hilarious too. You guys have a nice, uh, a nice rapport going when you're on together. Um, but yeah. Just your general humanity, I think, really comes across in your podcast, which is why I keep listening and uh, still look forward to uh, new releases. Anyway, good luck. Persevere in all your trials and tribulations. And there was Roy Lorenzo. I had to get that lip smack in there just before I started. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I guess thank you very much, Roy, for um, accepting me for who I am because what you see is what you get for all the people who listen to any of my shows or talk to me online or watch the Twitch stream or any of the YouTube videos. That's pretty much how I am all the time. (laughs) And this is why you now know that my wife is truly a saint because (laughs) who could put up with that all the time? I barely can, so it doesn't surprise me that other people may have problems. But uh, in general, man, yeah, Jose is hilarious. I do miss the Jose-ster. We used to game... It felt like almost every day, and it didn't really ever get old. I did have the privilege of uh, hanging out in real time with Jose recently at the end of August at HofCon 2, which uh, was a great time. Uh, As I've mentioned previously, it was Jose, Hoffman, Michael Curtis, uh, Thaddeus Moore, Eric Jensen, who I also had the privilege to just recently interview for Hobbs and Friends. Unfortunately, we had that technical glitch, and the recording, alas, was lost. So I guess we'll just have to do it again. Uh, But that also puts me in a spot for keeping up with my concept of... Concept is not the right way to say it, but keeping up with my schedule that I wanted to release Hobbs and Friends on 
when you do, uh, when you finally get the person and you get yourself ready and you get everything going and you get it done and then find out you don't even have it, it's kind of heartbreaking. But I can say that there's a silver lining, which I believe is also one of my assets or advantages is that I, <laughs> this eternal hope that I have inside allows me to find silver linings. And that is, hey, y'all, you should hang out at the Twitch channel when I interview people because I'm now trying to do it on solely Twitch, gather the audio from that, and have it edited by the fantastic CraigBrasco.com and uh, get it out there that way so you can see it live on Twitch and then you can listen to it later on the podcast. Which brings me to another point that I'll get to in a moment. Thanks for calling in, Roy. Uh, Your words were way better than I truly am so uh, it's much appreciated and embarrassing and humbling. Thank you. These are the days of high adventure. Alright screeters, we're back. Another day goes by and I didn't get the screed out but here it is. So I had another uh, session of low fantasy gaming's the Midlands on the Hobbs 665, Mr. Hobbs's Gamerhood Twitch channel. Geez, when would this have been? Tuesday, because uh, my regular Lost in a Gata game did not happen. So only Stu was available, and we gathered up Cody, and we played some low fantasy gaming. So this is, was an interesting session, as they have been. I mean, it's very early. It's only session four. It's still way better than Kalmata was at session four, but... It's not where it needs to be at all. And um, with two players, they were hesitant to head out into the wilderness as they've both played in my Kalmata games before. And so I believe they felt that wilderness was uh, pretty dangerous. And what's the worst thing that could happen in town? And what is the worst thing that could happen in town? Usually a West Marches game consists of a safe house or a safe place that is no, you can't adventure in. Nothing ever happens there. So you can't do it. But I kind of like to inject a little faction play and some stuff happening in town. Probably because I like to have too much shit going on all the time. But regardless, I went along with them. They were interested in some urban hijinks. And there happens to be an urban hijinks table in the Midlands book. So I used that and they had a pretty interesting encounter that kind of settled into what they were trying to do. I usually like to make even my random events mean something. Even if they don't mean anything yet, then they will become something from faction play or interaction with NPCs, which is kind of the same thing. But, so, I have seen people throughout the history of time, or the history of uh, Dungeons and Dragons and role-playing games anyway, talk about how random encounters waste time. Now, I, in my opinion, they don't. I think they're an integral part of the OSE BX old-school play. But I actually use mine a little differently. Mine often will give treasure, even though it's not supposed to, or lead to treasure. It's all with what players do with it. If all they do is say, oh, this is a random encounter and there's nothing and we shouldn't do anything with it, then that's all it is. 
in a lot of ways you get what you're looking for in a role-playing game as well as it's run in this manner I guess if it's a railroad then you're not going to and maybe all, that is all it is because they're not going to allow you to go off the rails and investigate things I've found tons of fun in open table games or sandbox games just by in a quarter mile just by saying okay we ran into some kids who seemed like they were trying to enact some sort of ritual it seems weird they were kids they come from town Take the next left did they come from somewhere else you know i don't know but we need to find it we run into an ogre in an AD&D game run by Howard Bailiff hey where does this ogre live let's follow him back to his area and see what we can do we run into anything Oh, you see a wagon going very quickly with, uh, it looks like some robed priests or cultists on it with maybe dead bodies in the back fleeing from, you know, a couple ogres. You fight the ogres and then you find out what the hell's going on. We got to, why were these guys out here? What's happening? That's the way that I think when I'm playing these games. And if you think like that, then no, random encounters are not a waste of time because they really, they are random encounters, but they're not throwaway encounters. They're just added pieces that could, who knows, become the campaign. That's what happens when you don't have your mind made up about what your campaign is. Anyway, if you're interested in seeing what their hijinks were and uh, <laughs> how that happened, feel free to go and check it out. It's on my Twitch channel, Hob665. You can gather in anytime and watch the games live or my YouTube channel. So it's YouTube forward slash Jason Hobbs. Uh, I'm not entirely pleased with the way the session went out. Um, it kind of ended up dealing with gangs or thieves guilds which that doesn't seem like the right term in a place called Vorngard, which is this city of Northmen or Vornari that really the uh, Jarl Osgird, his whole purpose here is created a way stop for Vornari raiders to head deeper in and uh, take people's stuff from the Midlands and then ship it back to the island of Vornar. Of course, there is some byplay here. Steve Grodd from uh, Pickpocket Press made a really cool situation where, yeah, that's what's going on. But you have some Vornari who decided to, that there isn't a lot of room in, the, in Vornar. And so instead of there being in, in, yeah, nice way to find your words, Mr. Hobbs. Instead of being there and always at the mercy of Vornari code of ethics or blood guild law and the violence that that sort of society breeds, they have decided to use Midlander methodology and uh, take put up some roots in the last 10 years. Of course, that creates its own thing. And kind of that's what it's all about. So the plot uh, was them you know, messing with some Vornari raiders. But like I mentioned, I don't like the idea of them being called guilds or uh, gangs. That just doesn't feel right. They need to be something else, and I haven't found the word for it that I feel feels Norsey enough. Anyway, thanks for uh, heading down and listening to this screed with me, screeders. Uh, stay alive.
won't you be my gamer?